0: fuckhead. Fuck, you know, yeah, you, you, you can do whatever you want to do. You can put me on mute. You can turn the goddamn channel for all I care.
1: What the fuck are you doing? And you're listening to us now. So obviously you hit the fucking
0: mute switch tonight, asshole.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the Royal Grumble. Uh Thanks for coming along. Uh To my right, the intellectual saviour of the masses, it's Daniel Moxon. Hello. Fuck off. Well, <laughs> <after that. laughs> to my left wishing us well in our future endeavors hello daryl i want to be intellectual savior of the masses there's I a very good reason why you're not the intellectual savior right, of the masters you know, uh royalgrumble.podbean.com uh you can find us on itunes obviously which you probably have done if you listen to this or you can find us on youtube we're at the the royal grumble i believe have we got a link you on youtube we, we haven't got a link yet, I you can find us. yet search for royal grumble you'll find yeah. us facebook.com slash royal grumble uh, twitter.com slash Royal Grumble Pod and Royal Gmail dot com if you want to get in touch with us. And don't forget our website is Royal dot com.
0: We'll get a domain eventually.
1: We will eventually, yeah. But just as I've eventually As you may have noticed, this week I finally landed all the websites. So it's probably now time to buy the domain name so I can get them all wrong again. We're not a new show. We're not a review show. We're the show. Keep ramming that down on the Exactly, folks. yeah. We're gonna yeah. keep doing it like
2: just like Roman Reigns. Talking of Roman Reigns. Um do you like the family
1: as a little name for his little trio? No. Do you like the club as a little nickname for AJ Styles' little trio? Definitely not. I love that so many people are coming up with different names for
0: what they're going to call the Bullet Club, what they're going to call the Bullet Club. And this week it was just the... Club. <laughs> At least it's not just a three-letter acronym like they give to any sort of like women's group. PCB. Like, uh, PCB, uh, BAD, uh, what's and uh, DN- it, E-N-D. END, yeah. Emma and
1: Dana. We'll get back to Dana. I want to talk about her in a little while. I bet you um, we've you Obviously, the main news this week is the WWE releases, which uh, we're going to go into in great detail later on. But uh, a couple of things I wanted to bring up. Um, Bobby Roode was announced for the NXT tour of the UK and then promptly de-announced when they apparently revealed it a little bit too early. So it looks like he's probably signing because... Well, he was in the crowd, were not he? At,
0: at, of course he was in the, the shows, crowd, yeah. but
1: like this is them actually announcing him on the show because they've not made mention of that since. And aside from Eric Young showing up the other week, we've not had any word on it. So Bobby Roode, unless the tweet was completely mistaken, should be coming to the UK, which should be good. Um, quite like him. Yeah, he's all right. Another good him? signing for him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I read this week, I don't know how true it is, but this intrigued me. I read this week that CM Punk and Colt Cabana have fallen out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh CM Punk the guy that makes all the friends. The instantly likable. Uh, I know Punk. zero
1: about this. <laughs> well, okay, from what I gather, there's it's probably less news and more rumors, but we're not a news show, so it'll be fine. Um CM Punk says that Colt Cabana doesn't have his back over the whole lawsuit thing. Oh. Um now can either of you think of a reason why maybe Colt Cabana is less keen on the whole Law out thing than CM Punk? Money. Yeah, well, yeah. The l- or lack of money is what I should say because
2: CM Punk's a millionaire and Colt Cabana's got about two quid.
1: <laughs> I don't know how these two haven't fallen out like months, years before because essentially my take on it is that Colt Cabana must have been looking at CM Punk all the time he was in WWE going, that should be me though, shouldn't it? You should... Uh, I'm better than him. I'm more like what they what want. Whereas his time was like an unmitigated disaster. Um, whereas CM Punk is just a cunt. So.
2: <laughs> yeah. But I think that what might have happened is that he was staying friends with him because in back of his mind, he was always thinking, well, he could get me a job. Like he could always put a good word in. Phil, Phil, can you, you know, when you shout me out on telly, can you like get me? Fuck off. Fuck <laughs> off, Scott. No. <laughs> Carry on washing my car. <laughs> You think Sam Fox's got a car? Probably oh, got a Vespa.
1: Oh, he does. He strikes me as the sort. Or if he's got a car, he's got a Prius or something. What a prick. Yeah. He does have a massive boss though, let's not forget that.
2: He's still got that?
1: Oh, I had a good point. I don't know if that was a WWE thing or if he's yeah. I guess he's not travelling anymore, so he wouldn't need one.
2: No, just a hockey games.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you know he likes hockey? He never fucking mentions it.
2: No. Uh, just yeah. a rumour of it. Very think.
1: quiet on when he's starting in UFC though. <laughs> When are you starting in UFC? Oh, I'm, I'm doing fight trade. Oh, I've had more surgeries. Oh, no. He got so annoyed at WWE's medical staff. He's had more surgeries now than when he was in UFC, uh, when he was in WWE.
0: He's- His more recent one was a back surgery that he, he's put off for ages, and they figured to have done just after they announced the fight. Yeah. He's supposed to be fighting Mickey Gall. It was supposed to happen at 199, which is, there's an event this weekend, and it's the one afterwards now is there God any knows. chance
1: he's going to be on two hundred or is not it like- a
0: chance, not on two hundred. No, they'll say like even if he was fit, they wouldn't put him on two hundred just because it's such a big show. CM Punk will be used for a card that maybe hasn't got the name drawing power, and people will buy the pay per view off his name.
1: Oh, I don't think he's ever going to make his debut. I think he's a chicken shit.
2: Yeah, I agree. I he- mean, I'd never fight in UFC, but I never announced I'm going to fight in UFC because I'm not solid. <laughs> he's not solid, but he's going. Yeah, we're have a fight. How are you foot, mate? We actually like CM Punk, don't we? Do we? I, I, well, I do.
1: I do. Oh, don't get me wrong. If he ever does fight in the UFC, I'll I'll still watch him. Yeah. Like, but we just like slag him off as well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like him. I quite like him when he's being a wrestler man. Graeme, um,
2: once when you were out in public and you had a t-shirt on that says best in the world on the back, can you tell the listeners what happened,
1: please? I will tell the listeners what happened. I I went to see, uh, was it Dark Knight Rises? I think so, yeah. It was Dark Knight Rises. Um, it was like the first night or the night before uh, it's quite an early showing anyway <clears throat> and i've just wore my cm punk t-shirt because i quite like cm punk you know as a wrestler man and uh, i thought the t-shirt was really good so i just feel comfortable wearing it anywhere it's not like one of those wrestler t-shirts where it with a massive face on it um so i went to the cinema from behind me shouting at the top of his voice some bloke shouts Best in the world! I don't know what he wanted me to do. Do you want me to go around and go, who said that? Who, uh, do, do you want to be mates? We're, we're wrestling friends now. <laughs> I don't. And then the worst part about it was, right? I ignored that. You heard it. Pissed yeah. yourself Yeah, of course, yeah. Right? Later on, he did it again after yep. the film.
2: Because he wants to let you know that he's a wrestling fan.
1: Oh, I.
2: I don't know. Because some wrestling fans are idiots and
1: they just haven't got any friends. Just, oh, I don't want to be your friend, right? Especially if you're the sort of person who shouts stuff at people. Unbelievable. And that's how Graham met Dan. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you're such a prick.
1: You haven't seen any of Raw, have you, Dan? Nope. Okay. Yeah, Daryl, you saw most of it, I think. Yeah, right? yeah, I've skipped through bits and bobs, but like, I've seen most of it, yeah. Yeah. So can... Um... I didn't have a lot to say about Raw this week. It was all right.
2: Yeah, I just, I, I, don't know. Like this, this whole the club thing really, really grated on me because it's just like, either don't give him a name, or give him a good name. The club's not a good name. It's the name of a biscuit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they should get sponsorship.
2: Yeah, and the family isn't as good as Roman Empire. That that's a lot better. That's that's on the that's on his Titantron at the back as they all walk out. It says Roman Empire, and that sounds a lot better than. The family.
0: I guess if you were the Usos, though, you'd still complain a little bit, saying, well, why is it called the Roman Empire? Right, and well, then I'd say, here's your walking papers. <laughs> <laughs> See you
1: later. Which I'd, they are doing at the moment.
2: Yeah, I'll just bring some more of his Samoan relatives in who don't <laughs> mind be, being called Roman Empire.
1: Well, you can't, you can't bring Rosie and Jamal in, because one of them's dead. Other ones not. Oh, there you go then. Sorted. So I'll bring him
2: in and Tamatonga, sorted. <laughs> sounds like you've got a plan. I have. That's what I'm going to do when I take over.
1: It does strike me as a bit weird that they've got two better names in waiting for both groups, and yet they're using these shit placeholders, which I assume they're placeholders. Yeah, well, there was nothing like... like There were
2: no graphics made for the club or the family. There's nothing like... No T-shirts or anything. So, yeah, it probably is, because like, DX did it, didn't they? They were called like The Click and Triple Threat, when Triple Threat was in ECW as well. Yeah, there were... They were banding names about like that back in the day. Because um, even Triple H and Shawn Michaels were like, putting up three fingers and stuff. And I'm shouting that we're the triple threat. I think they just wanted to rob it off Shane Douglas just to piss him off a bit.
0: And then it was Bret Hart who called them all degenerates. And...
2: Yeah, and started it all. Good old Bret. Yeah. Fucking hate Bret Hart. <laughs> I made a special graphic for Bret Hart on YouTube, by the way. I don't know if any of you have seen that.
1: I I, I did, actually. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. It's just a little um, homage to Bret Hart's career. <laughs> It's all of his best moments on on one little graphic. It's him getting screwed the ma- the match at um, WrestleMania twenty six when he won the US title when he came back and when he got kicked in the dick by Vince. <laughs> kicked in the dick. And that that when I downloaded that, that's what the picture was called. Kicked in the dick. So, <laughs> fair, like, I'm just going to steal that. That's good. Fantastic. Um, so yeah, back to Raw. Yep. <laughs> um, big cast.
1: Yeah, I had a, I had, a, it basically. It strikes me as almost Vince has seen big cast now, hasn't he? Like he clearly didn't watch NXT. You apart from he, he turned up at shows, but he's not paying attention, is he? Clearly, since he sort of turned up on the roster, Vince was like, "Whoa, hang on, this guy's. We're billing him at seven foot tall, and he can talk a little bit on the microphone. Main event, put him in against Jericho, who's about five foot
0: seven. And then it didn't happen, did it? No, because uh, Dean Ambrose nicked his jacket and ripped it up. Yeah.
2: But a, a lot of people I've seen online were saying they didn't really think Cass Cas were that good of a talker. Um, I didn't mind him, to be honest. He He's not the rock, but nobody is. Um, thought, he was all right. It was
1: passable. He was fine. Yeah. I think I noticed that his attitude seemed a little bit different in that he wasn't sort of. Obviously, I guess it's a bit easier if he's got Enzo to play off, but. He seemed a little bit more sort of stern and serious about it, which again strikes me as one of these things of Vince has seen now and now. He's like, oh, good I like what you do, but you gotta, you got to play it for serious. you got to be a main event. <laughs> but in Vince's voice. That oh, was good, though. Huh? <laughs> oh, every time I do yeah. that, you say that.
2: Yeah, you're good at impressions. Cheers. Can you do Wade Barrett? Yes, I can,
1: but we'll get to that Just later. do Wade Barrett for me. Wade Barrett. That's all right because I've got something later. Good, all right. right, okay, that's fine. <laughs> right, I'll bear that in mind. Um, I think Vince must also have seen Dana Brooke because she's been called up now. Yeah, yeah, uh, she's
2: all right. Yeah, like there's just I just don't get pairing women off to be honest because like there's no women's tag team, so like what are they feuding for? What are they scissor. Doing? <laughs> did he really <laughs> just do it? He just really <laughs> did a scissor joke then. Yeah. Misogynist. So
1: <laughs> all women are equal. <laughs> You've got a cheek. You, you caused me to have dreams about the fact that <laughs> you ter- treat women very differently to the rest of the roster. I don't know. Treat them all the same. <laughs> As each other? Yeah. Oh, right. That's all right, then. Um, yeah, other than that, there wasn't really a lot to say about Raw. Like, they had a weird... the, the um Wait, there is a
2: lot to say about Raw, because um, Gold, Dust and Fandango teamed up. Or they were go- They're going to team up on SmackDown against um Our Truth and <laughs> bloody <laughs> Prince Pretty. <laughs> what's, it, what's he called? Selfie guy. I'm not going to tell you. I, I don't even give a fuck. Cause <laughs> is, is that is that insignificant? It's not even going to make my point any 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 worse. You
1: laugh, mate. But when he's following us on Twitter, you'll cry. So why is he going to follow us on Twitter? He is going to follow us on Twitter. Is he? Yeah. Oh, that's good. I promise you. Let's oh, right. talk to you about. That.
2: Um, all right. I'm sorry for saying you're insignificant. If you're gonna follow us on Twitter,
1: exactly. Apologize to Tyler Breeze now. Yeah, sorry, Tyler. Good. Um. Yeah, like the um. The six-man elimination match was actually pretty good, but the problem with it is they're still doing this like teasing. Who's the heel? Who's the face? And they both had very strong reactions from that crowd. But when they're not actually physically interacting with each other, it makes it a little bit weaker. So that was a bit of a problem with it. But RAW was just sort of there, really. I do, um, I do quite like that the you're going for the time being, and obviously it won't last. With Stephanie and Shane actually getting along, working quite well as a team. I hope that lasts. Lo- I hope that lasts for longer rather than shorter. But eventually, it's just going to end up with Triple H coming back. And- having a fight with Shane in it.
0: Yeah, one of the reasons I don't watch Raw, apart from not having the time, is that I'm sick of them at Man's. So that just makes me not want to watch it even yeah, more. Shane jumps off shit. I just don't care about him. I'm sick of seeing him on TV being the focus every week. It's too much for me. I quite like it. I quite, quite like <laughs> I think, watching Stephanie.
1: I think Dan's quitting, re- quitting watching wrestling. I think he's doing that right now. <laughs> I think that's him openly quitting watching WWE right now. This is... Res- resigning live on air. Your foot. Do I'm, we have to wish you well, well in your future endeavors?
0: Not yet. Okay, but I will bring up our landstorm quote of the week, which is definitely a thing now. Landstorm
1: well, quote. I just of found the that, week.
0: <laughs> I just found out landstorm has a uh, live tweets Twitter account specifically for tweeting live tweeting raw. Oh, yeah, what's it called so and, the listeners can find uh, it at sirius four the number four a minute. Oh yeah, and uh, his one of his comments on the show was. My wife just said, gold dango sounds like a sex toy.
1: Landstorm quote of the week. That were good. Yeah. Regular feature. (laughs) He's he's such a boring bastard, isn't he? Remember when they gave him the boring gimmick?
0: I do. Another tweet he sent out of, uh, this should surprise no one, but there is zero chance I'm ever ever watching Up Up Down Down.
2: Right. Cheers (laughs) for that, mate. I'm,
1: I'm glad you let us know what you're not going to watch, so we're not going to live tweet it. Oh, why? Just oh, I don't care. Like, don't get me wrong, I don't care about up, up, down, down either. But I didn't go on Twitter and say I don't care about it because
0: he then retweeted uh, Xavier Woods's tweet about subscribing to up, up, down, down. <laughs> what? I guess that's his sense of humor. Anyway, does he have a sense of humor?
1: Because I feel like he might just be guy. completely like socially inept at this point.
0: There's no way he can he can continue to say work the vagina and not.
1: <laughs> but I think he I think he may genuinely just be completely utterly socially incompetent. He is friends with Big Dave, but not friends with Balls Mahoney. No, definitely not. Don't <laughs> not confuse that. No, they're not friends. Balls Mahoney was his friend, overly friendly, if anything. Yeah, but he wasn't. Balls Mahoney wasn't Lance Storm's friend. He no, was friends to Balls, yeah, not the other way around.
2: Because Lance found him quite uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. He was, he was uncomfortable around, just did that annoying thing. What's it called? Oh, being happy and talking to him, yeah, and asking him about his
0: family. Yeah, go back to episode three, I think. Trying to, have- to hear the full thing on this. Callbacks <laughs> worth listening. You have to turn
1: the volume off on those ones, uh, yeah. Right, got new mics now. It's great. Yeah, mine's gold. Oh, you're odd. Right. All right, yeah. where's your belt it's at home, mate? That's all right, then. Do Keep I, it at home. Do you want a spin of it? Definitely not. Okay. Right, so the main news this week, as we have discussed a little, um, WWE, it's WWE release season. Yay! We we should have a jingle.
0: Spring cleaning. Spring cleaning.
1: This is my favourite time when WWE just look at the roster and go, why the fuck
2: have we still got these guys here?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to go through each one, uh, discuss them in a bit of detail. Uh, There's a lot of varied names on here. People young and old. Oh, yeah. Um... Where do you want to start? Just start at the top of the list, mate. Who, right. Whoever you got at the top of your list. First one I've got at the top of the list is Hornswoggle.
2: Really? I I, I don't know all the people that have been released. That's a surprise. Because he was on the Leprechaun thing, weren't he? The Leprechaun film that they Leprechaun did. Origins. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it. N- me neither. But I imagine that they'd keep quite a lot of the film stars knocking about. Because you never know when you need another film star to promote something, do you? I doubt
0: there's going to be another <laughs> Leprechaun movie. It was, from what I heard, it was pretty bad. Oh. And that's, that's by the standard of the Leprechaun saying, films. That,
2: that's
1: surprising for a WWE film, isn't it? <laughs> now, I believe, I, I may be wrong here, but I'm pretty sure the Leprechaun films in general are like sort of reasonably... Masterclasses am- in suspense and horror. Uh, no, they're not. No, exactly. They're average like horror
0: films, which eventually started poking fun at themselves. My favourite is In the Hood. Oh, what about Back to the Hood? Back to the Hood is also great. He kills a guy with a bong in that one. There you go.
1: <laughs> which which I'm alright with because that's sort of self-referential but from what he, I gather he raps
0: in both of them too <laughs> Warwick Davis rapping so it's Warwick Davis What?
1: who could win in a fight between Warwick Davis and Hornswoggle Pick Warwick Davis he seems a bit more mobile
2: I reckon Hornswoggle would win I reckon he'd have him he's fat now though isn't he which one Hornswoggle is he yeah huh. Maybe Warwick Davis would have him then. Yeah, Because Warwick <laughs> Davis has got lanky mates like uh, Steve Merchant. <laughs> got Steve Merchant to go yeah. in and pick him up. Yeah. if you're like, oh, legit. <laughs> <midget."
1: laughs> yeah, but then Ricky Gervais would just come in and make all right, Davis dressing something and fall off things and just piss himself and call it a TV show.
0: Anyway, with him and one of the other releases we're going to talk about, it sounds like the WWE kind of did a, you must be this tall to ride the WWE gravy train. <laughs>
1: Um, well, I want to talk a bit more about Hornswoggle before, um, before we move on to the next one. And yeah. obviously their, their destinies are intertwined <laughs> okay, in a legendary so... match that you can find on the WWE Network. But, um,
0: so Hornswoggle was a member of DX at one point. He was Vince McMahon's illegitimate son. <sighs> but then he turned out to be Finley's. He's been with the company 10 years. He was John Cena's like, sidekick at one point as well. <laughs> Did you see that just before he got fired, he sent out a tweet saying, can't believe I've been here for nearly 10 years? Yes, I did. <laughs> and then he got released like the next day.
1: I really hope the reason that he got released was someone went, hold on, he's been with us, but well." Yeah, that the that was we the reason that in Vince September? actually logged into Twitter. Because obviously
2: he's got his assistant doing his tweets, but he thought, fuck it, I'll do it one day. Are you saying that those tweets aren't written by Vince McMahon? Well, I'd never, I'd just allege that, to be honest. He's I'm too
0: busy not... writing more episodes of Camp WWE. Actually, it's Seth Green that writes all of them. Vince is definitely involved. Well, he probably just sits and laughs at them.
1: Yeah, Hornswoggle was like the major focus of Raw for how many months? Two or three months, I think. Anonymous general manager, weren't he? He was the anonymous <laughs> general manager. He also had the never ending feud with Chavo Guerrero. That was quality. And I'll tell you why that was quality
2: because I just remember this, right? Everyone was tweeting Chavo, saying to him, like, "Like you're not solid, Chavo. Like, Hornswoggle's beat you. And Chavo actually tweeted and it was like, no, but in a real fight, I'd fucking have him. <laughs> like, Charo got so pissed off that fans were like getting involved in his angle and like, tweeting him. Charo the heel got so annoyed that in car- like, out of character, he came out and was like, no, but if it was a real fight, I would win. But yeah, yeah because he's an abnormally sized human. Of course you'd win. You just hold his head and he'd swing for you and he wouldn't be able to hit you. And then you just keep kicking him in the bollocks.
1: That's my tactic for fighting a dwarf, mate. I thought it through. <laughs> <laughs> the Royal Grumble Dwarf Fighting Episode. <laughs> Want tips? Listen on. Any more tips on fighting a dwarf, Darl? Um, How would you take down Tyrion Lannister? Because he's quite clever.
2: Right. Is it what kind of fight is it? Has he got a sword? Because uh, I
1: think we're talking unarmed combat here.
2: Okay, so it's like MMA.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh Probably there, take... been, there must have been midget MMA, like dwarf and midget. Is, a I genuinely. like how he looked at Dan there because Dan's going to know about midget MMA. <laughs> He's my MMA expert.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it, I, think, I think it is because I think it's called midget MMA. I'm sure I've seen it on YouTube <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> because it's MMMMA. Oh, that's actually brilliant. That's, it's, oh, Dan's that's looking genius. it up now. But yeah, it's... Um, yeah, What's think, the difference
1: yeah, between a midget and a dwarf?
2: <laughs> I think... A dwarf has... Dwarfs do cart... One of them does cartwheels in the circus <laughs> and the other one's got it's a normal person by oh, gods! I
1: thought you were at least going to get like... <laughs> oh, no. I thought you were at least going to do the office quote there, Daryl. I really didn't expect I, you to go that far.
0: I didn't think this was going to be the section where Daryl would say the really inappropriate offensive stuff.
1: <laughs> oh, that's coming later. Trust me. <laughs> I think it's already happened, oh, mate. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, so on a related note, uh, El Torito, who is famous, uh, a famous mini as Mascarita Dorada, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was also released. Uh, he's, well, I mean, I guess this should have been sort of writing on the wall when they repackaged Primo and Epico back to Primo and Epico. Although they're called The Shining Stars and they debut next week. So. Yeah, but they've been I'm on so house so excited. Shows. They've
2: been on house shows this week, and one day they've been working as Shining Stars, then another day they've been working as Matadors. What? Yeah, doing the exact same match, according to Big Dave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard
0: that. It's because neither of them really matter, and they can keep repackaging them. And yeah,
1: they've <laughs> literally just released the only good thing about the Matadors. <laughs> Why would they carry on with the Matadors?
0: Did you know as well? Torito is the only guy on the WWE roster whose real identity isn't known. Really, legitimately, no one like because he's been a mini for years and stuff, and they're really protective over their identities. No one actually knows his real name. This, he's, even on Wikipedia and stuff, he's listed as no, like, Masquerade on and On his contract, what's it say? Well, you his contract hasn't been released, so... No, but... If
2: no, but someone like, got does know Like
0: Yeah, some people, obviously people do, like his wife knows, I guess.
2: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> Otherwise, I take you, Mask Mini, it don't really work.
1: <laughs> not publicly known. That's, that's very odd, isn't it? It's really strange that someone... Because WWE are all about, like... Well, they're not about their talent's real names being known but they're a lot more sort of open now than they ever have been so like to, to consider that someone whose identity really
0: everyone uh, get on you know, twitter it's... apart from you you're a bull
1: did he not have a twitter probably did <laughs> i think he probably did
0: he's a bull so he can't type
1: i mean i don't know much about mexican mini wrestling i must admit but like from everything i've read it essentially he was a he was being underutilized horrifically in terms of what he means to uh, Mexican mini-wrestling and in terms of how capable he is as a worker. Now, I think he's quite old. He I'm not sure. He might even be sort of late 30s, mid-40s. Because he was Masquerita Dorada for a long time and then obviously took his chance at WWE. He'll quite happily walk back into Mexico. I don't know if it's Arena Mexico or AAA or
0: don't know which company. He'll probably be at Lucha Underground soon as well.
1: Yeah, I would assume once his night a day no compete. Yeah. Is up, but then they're well,
0: te- technically they could record tomorrow because it's not going to be on TV for a year. Well, that's a true. Year yeah, and they already recorded
1: for next series. Yeah,
0: that's why Ricochet apparently can't sign because his contract extends to the end of next year. Yeah.
2: Well, El Torio is not even my favorite cattle-related wrestler.
1: Is it Mantor? It's Mantor. <laughs> <laughs> I've just seen the third name on my list, but I'm going to leave that name till later on. I'm actually going to go next to Zeb Coulter.
0: Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, it's...
1: You'd think they keep him around in a backstage role, wouldn't you?
0: Yeah, considering all his experience and everything. Yeah. He's a very like well-experienced booker and agent, and he could have done a job backstage for them, but I guess with his surgeries and everything, he's not as mobile as he was, and they just decided now it's time to cut his losses.
1: It's weird to think that Dirty Dutch Mantel was at one point like the hottest heel manager on the show, albeit for a very short time. I remember when he showed up, it was a really strange thing that he sort of arrived on TV, because I think... I don't know if it was ever made clear that he wasn't working for TNA, but I seem to remember when he arrived, I didn't know that he wasn't TNA's booker anymore.
2: No, because well, TNA's booking's always been cloudy, hasn't it? Because, like... Dixie didn't want to admit Russo were booking at one bit. She even conned uh, Spike at one bit, didn't she? Because she's a mentalist. Yeah, but she didn't know, did she? Because they found out. Yeah, she tried to. Then she CC'd the wrong person in an email (laughs) like an absolute, absolute idiot.
1: (laughs) My mum's got an email address and she knows how to send emails to the right people. Yeah, Dixie's just an idiot.
0: I can see why Nazi investors would want to keep her on as 51% shareholder. TNA run by Nazis. Let's not forget that.
2: I watched a film about what happens if Hitler uh, were frozen in time and came alive, woke up today, right? We were in Germany and it was like, um, like a Borat kind of film and they were going around getting members of the public involved. It weren't that good, but I just thought I'd let you know.
1: Was it? <laughs> is, was there at any point any wrestling promotion? No, oh. there's
2: nothing to do with wrestling. It's just because we mentioned Nazis.
1: Well, I just good. I just wondered if TNA were involved somehow because like maybe that's maybe if, if Hitler won... Yeah. TNA win the Monday Night Wars. Maybe, yeah. Of 2010 with WCW.
2: Yeah, changing six, history. Six-sided ring is SS ring. That's all I'm saying.
1: Oh. Illuminati <laughs> confirmed. I can't say I'm too surprised that they haven't kept him on in the backstage role, to be honest, because he is quite old school. He's definitely worthwhile keeping on in some kind of maybe a trainer or something like that. Because, yeah, took him
2: down there next day, isn't it? Exactly.
1: I mean, look at the sort of... Well, look at Dusty, for example. He was down there for so long, and obviously, I'm not saying that Dirty Dutch would have the same sort of impact that he could have had. But it does seem slightly odd that they've just released him completely. I you wonder. If I wondered it though.
2: Like, if they said to me, "Would like, you want to move to Florida and really live
1: in Florida though?" I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just basing it on the fact that he was at TNA. Yeah,
2: probably. Then, yeah, maybe. But maybe just maybe just thinks, "Fuck it, I've had my time." Yeah, I'm, I'm old. I'm immobile. I just want to chill out, see my family for a bit, that kind yeah. of thing.
1: I thought you'd have been more emotional about this, Daryl, considering he was responsible for Jack Swagger's proper push.
2: He was, but at the same time, Jack Swagger's kind of derailed his proper push by being a massive weed head.
1: let me give himself a chance, did he? No. Look. God, you know what I've just remembered, though? Wasn't he caught driving?
2: Yeah.
1: And didn't? Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. I'd refrain from saying this on air. Yeah, that's what i
1: no, I'm going to say it, because Call I it. think it's important for people to know this, because they just won't realise <laughs> eh? Just say allegedly
0: beforehand. hey. Say allegedly beforehand if you to no, 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 say anything. No, 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 this is absolutely outrageous. 100% true,
1: right? <laughs> I <laughs> just
2: want to say allegedly, just in case it's not.
1: But it is. Because Zeb Coulter's daughter, or someone related to, like, Dutch Mantel was killed by someone who was, like, inebriated at the wheel. Yep. And Jack Swagger got inebriated at the wheel. Yep. And... Was pulled over whilst having to work with Dutch Mantel? Yeah, it must have been awkward. What the hell? That was a couple of weeks before WrestleMania, as well. It was, wasn't? yeah. What kind of working environment? Because I, I, like? I thought Jack
2: Swagger might have like eked out a win at WrestleMania before that happened. He probably would have. Yeah. That would have been the most glorious night of my life.
1: Have you ever seen Jack Swagger win, Darryl? No. <laughs> <laughs> Alex
2: Riley. Right. Here's my thing with Alex Riley.
1: Say it to his face. Yeah.
2: Right. He's been going on Twitter for ages going, oh, you've brought in Samoa Joe, but you're not pushing me. Yeah, because you're not fucking Samoa Joe, you dickhead.
0: <laughs> like, oh, you brought in these guys, but what about me? Rage, Riley, rage. Fuck off. I don't know if it's legit, but um, I think it might have been Botchamania posted a tweet where it was he'd sent a DM wrong. He thought he'd send a DM, but he actually posted it publicly. Where he... Yes. <laughs> Even he Marie- Eve Send Torres, wasn't it? Oh, Eve Torres he sent yeah. a tweet to saying, good to hear my cum tastes like butter. Yeah. What?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Seriously? Yeah, yeah. so it, the tweet said DM, the letters DM, at Eve Torres, and then what Mocko just said about his cum tastes like butter. When was this? I don't know when it was, but I've seen the print screen
1: recently yeah. after it got released. And or...
0: then the uh, next tweet was, how do I delete tweets?
1: That's remarkable. <laughs>
0: Are you sure he wasn't taking the piss? I don't know. but Can't He doesn't seem he has see much of a sense of humour.
2: Yeah. But he... Can I just point out that Eve Torres is currently married to one of the Graces? <laughs> and, and the Gracie, yeah. Yeah, and I don't know if she was like with him when that tweet was sent, but I'd like to think she was, and I'd like to think that Rage Riley Rage got fucked up.
1: It's the fight <laughs> we all want to see, Rage Riley against whichever Gracie Eve Torres is married to.
0: Yeah, you know, thinking back to when Alex Riley like first turned against The Miz when he came in, so The Miz was his mentor first off. Like When he first did that turn, it was almost like the Damien Sandow thing, which is tying into who we're going to talk about later. But he was quite over. And then... That's a what, bit of a myth. I, I thought he was his music, popular.
2: is music at the start, that says, say it to my face, it's got like cheers in at the start of it. It's a bit <laughs> like CM Punk's whole music. It had like, to so what sounded a bit like cheers... So it's on TV, it sounds like he's getting cheered. I... But really, the crowd
0: are going mild. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mind him at first, like when he did that little turn on the Miz. Yeah, to and, be fair, he was all thing. right. Yeah. It's just
2: that it's later on when he's obviously got bitter and he can't see forest foot trees and he just thinks, oh, I should get a
0: push. No, he shouldn't. One of the great Kevin Owens moments is when Kevin Owens beat him in NXT. Oh, um, first off, they were having like this little Twitter thing. Like Alex Riley was just continually tweeting Ke- Kevin Owens and he said to Kevin Owens, uh, the only thing you'll see in the future is asking me whether I want unleaded or regular gas. And Kevin Owens just tweeted him saying, they're both the same thing, you idiot. <laughs> and it ended that one. And then on TV, uh, after Kevin Owens beat him, Sami Zayn came in for the save, and he decided to walk an odd way around the ring just so he could stomp Alex Riley one more time before leaving.
1: I do remember that, actually. <laughs> that was quite brilliant. Um, Yeah, I I sort of agree with you. I thought when he came out and he had his... Uh, Sort of turn on the Miz. I thought there was something that could have been done about him, and he beat the Miz. I think in their first yeah. match against each other, and then they just didn't use him. Didn't he get bullied by John Cena as well? That was something I heard. Yeah, was wasn't it that he like pissed John Cena off or something? It's like pick your battles, mate. Yeah, Don't... yeah. He had an argument with John Cena in back. It's like you just leave it, wouldn't you? You would. Ah, oh, if John Cena had been like, oh, sorry, mate, I shat on your clothes, he'd be like, don't worry, mate, I can always buy some more, just just leave it, don't... <laughs> yeah, do you want these ones that I've got on as well to shit on? <laughs> like, have you wiped your arse yet, mate? You can have this t-shirt if you want.
2: Santino got released as well. I didn't even know he was still under contract. Yeah, same. Because he... I, I know he'd been back since he left, but, like, he retired because he? he had some neck injury and he opened a gym in canada
1: i think this is one of these ones where they were just sort of whilst they're doing it all they cleared everything up um you must have had a contract that extended beyond a certain time he did retire uh i think he he's been back a couple of times for like guest gm slots and isn't stuff it like, that. like
0: the thing with daniel bryan where when you've got an active contract if you get injured they freeze the contract so then technically, he was under contract forever because his contract was still frozen.
1: They can do that. Yeah. But it, I think they can only freeze it if you're recovering from an injury. If you're injured and you say you're done, then theoretically, it just starts to run down. Yeah. Either way, they've clearly just decided, Look, obviously, he's not going to wrestle for us again. Let's just put that out Um I think theoretically, if they wanted to do anything with him, they could have brought him back to do, you know, like, like I say, he did do just guest GM spots. I think he was hosting at the Slammies at one point. Um,
0: he did just, some stuff on uh, Swerved.
1: Exactly, just stuff like that. But Yeah, they probably still bring, will bring him back in for stuff if they
2: want
0: him to. Yeah, he's going to have the Hillbilly gym Jim Roll. Yeah. Just get brought in occasionally, just do funny little bits. And...
1: He was a really interesting one um, in the context of this because he had two... Really remarkable like underdog baby face pop moments there was the one in the Royal Rumble, yeah forty man Royal Rumble, yeah. which I thought was really brilliant, where he came up having been underneath the rope when Del Rio had chucked everyone else out except him, and it looked like he might have won the Royal Rumble, and people went mental before obviously del Rio tossed him out because that's how they rolled and then um he had the elimination chamber match, which was it was when Daniel Bryan was the champion leading into WrestleMania 28 must have been 28 because that's when he lost it to Seamus. So it was the elimination chamber before that. And Santino was the last guy in the elimination chamber against Daniel Bryan. And he had a couple of near falls. Like it looked like he really could have won it before he obviously um, got beaten.
0: Yeah. um, Well, he had the one as well in his debut, the mind miracle.
1: Yeah. That was really strange. you for a few weeks, they sort of pushed him as this happy-go-lucky babyface guy, didn't they?
0: Yeah, and then, it just, and then he oh, he dated Maria. I remember that from the thing where he started dating Maria and then started being a dick to her, because that's how things work.
2: You oh, he, he were also a transvestite at one bit as well.
0: Yeah, that was the, oh. the main area I went to. You were there. Well, it was weird in the crowd, because obviously you, we were sat far, far back, so we couldn't quite see. We just saw who's that in the corner. And it took a while, and we are like, that looks like a guy. And then eventually, like at the end when it was revealed to be Santino, it was quite a quite big surprise. But live it was really confusing that it was just this person hanging around in the corner.
1: They used that he used that music that Billy and Chuck used to have. You know the one that sounds like it's NSync or <laughs> yeah. Backstreet Boys or something. Yeah. Um One other thing I wanted to bring up. Oh, no, before I do that, he had that feud with Stone Cold as well for a little while, didn't he? That he when basically it was just Using him to promote The Condemned. And then Stone Cold came out and stunned him, obviously, because they can't have a match. And that was it, really. But his promos were quite entertaining during that time. I don't remember that. In fact, I just remembered another thing, literally whilst I was saying that. He had the honker meter. Yeah, yeah. for the <laughs> title, Which yeah. was another classic WWE thing of, right, we've got this idea. It's clearly a long-term thing. And then when they got to England, they were like, oh, well, we'll just have a regal beating for it. Why? Why would you not have him hold it? The whole point of the honker meter, for those who don't remember, if you want to search it, you may, was he said he was going to beat the honky-tonk man's reign uh, as Intercontinental Champion, and each week he had a, a sort of honker meter, which was how many days he was towards completing his goal. And then, when they came to England, for some reason, instead of doing the honker meter thing, they basically abandoned it. He... Came out to add a match against William Regal and just lost the Intercontinental Championship. And he, I think he would, he'd been the Intercontinental Champion for about two or three months. I'm not quite sure how many honk-a-tongs was, but it was something like nine months or whatever, or say it was 11 months, just for like you would have thought the way to do it was 10 months and three weeks. Dan's just looking out for an hour, so I'm just going to stall until he finds it. And um, the logical thing to do would have been to have him come within one week of beating the Honky Tonk Man's Intercontinental Championship record, which was, how, how, how long
0: was it again, Dan? How 454 long? days. Right.
1: Jesus, that's over a year. Yeah. That's but probably why they did a run with it. Probably. If, probably eventually someone was like, "What the fuck are we doing this? But nonetheless, if you start it, see it through. You know what I mean? It's not as if, because at that time, it's not as if they were really treating the Intercontinental Championship as anything important anyway. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I would say it's marginally more important now. Yeah, but, but they had to
2: get it off him so they could get women's belt on him, didn't they? They didn't have the women's belt on him, did they? Yeah, they, they won it at Santino, did
0: they? I can't remember.
2: You were there. No, you? he was it, it...
0: Miss WrestleMania. Yeah, that was Miss WrestleMania. Oh, the prestigious title of Miss WrestleMania. How can I forget about that? The annual tradition that still stands today.
1: They asked Trish Stratus to be in that match and then tell her, oh, by the way, Santino's going to win. And she was like, uh... No, I'm no, I'm not going to do that much, thank you. I don't remember much about it, to be honest. Sonny, Sonny was in that match. Yeah, was she really? Yeah. <laughs> you remember, I know. I <laughs> remember everything she did, don't you?
2: Yeah, I think it was that night that she shagged Dolph Ziggler, allegedly.
1: Oh, right, Did yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. he keep sort of rolling around and going, oh, I'm the best at this? No, he told her that um,
2: it, it was always been his dream to shag her. And that that's what she said on a shoot interview. So if it's bollocks,
1: then it's on her, not There's me. so few things that I believe her saying, but I completely believe her with that one. 100%. Uh, one other thing I wanted to say about Santino, he did the best kick out ever I've seen, which was he had a match with RVD on, I think it was like Raw Homecoming or one of these shows. And RVD was like coming back just for one night. So he kicks him in the head, does the frog splash on him, turns around and does the, the thumbs thing. Apparently, in later interviews, RVD said the reason he turned around and did the thumbs thing was because he forgot it was a match and then he had to turn around and pin him. Despite this, RVD then celebrates for two minutes before Santino spontaneously chucks his shoulder off <laughs> and he's like, what happened? It was only two. Like 30 seconds, he was lying on the mat, like knocked out.
2: Can I point out that you just said that Rob Van Dam forgot he was in a match? Yeah, he did, he actually the did. The wonders of cannabis, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Me and Rob are mates. I met him outside a glasses shop once.
1: Yeah. True well, story. Didn't you meet him um, two days before he was supposed to be at 1PW? Uh, yeah, this is after I start
2: stopped working for him. Uh, I do not owe you money. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and wasn't he charging people at 1PW
2: for photos? He was, but he, he didn't have his bum bag with him, did he? Um, outside that
1: glasses shop. I'd have loved to see him try and charge you outside computer exchange. That would have been brilliant.
2: <laughs> I'd have just slipped in and traded a DVD in for cash. <laughs>
1: Traded in one of a kind, the RVD story.
2: Yeah. I should have ran in and got him to sign it, shouldn't I? Ah, you uh, should have. They are. Thought. Several
1: years later, you're feeling like a fool. Uh, and then did, he had man. that match with Davey Richards. That were fun. Has anyone seen that match?
2: I don't know. Well, we, well, we We, saw we, we it, were there. Like, yeah, I, wasn't
1: the whole point of that match <laughs> that they booked up against Davey Richards so that it would become like an, an indie legend match and people would buy the DVD and then RVD said, no, I'm just going to do an RVD <laughs> match, which we all knew he was going to do anyway. 1PW yeah. Cameron Who's, yeah. who's Cameron? Uh, well all I know about Cameron is her favourite match was Melina against <laughs> Alicia Fox <laughs> on Topping Off Series 5 okay, Stone right. Cold Steve Austin turns to her and literally just says in her face Who? Can you imagine being Melina and Alicia Fox watching that going ha, ha. Oh Stone Cold Steve Austin doesn't know who we are
2: yeah, I, I can imagine that. But at the same time, I don't think it were a diss on them. No, it wasn't. I think it's a diss on the fact that she's so stupid that she didn't know that they
0: could not have a good match. What's even funnier about that whole thing is she was the first one eliminated from that season to, uh, tough enough, and she had a contract before the season, season was done.
1: She was the only one who survived that series yep. and got a contract. I mean, I think the bloke, the one who won it, got a contract, but he got released right, really quickly. Yeah, yeah as soon as right that first it? year was done. Silent Rage. <laughs> Andy Levine. Was it Levine? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just remember the other guy being much better. Luke. Was yeah, his name. he turned up at TNA, I think. was he really? I think he like did uh, one match or something in TNA. Ah, uh, probably. I just remember he was better, and I think... Didn't he get injured? Uh, he maybe did, but what I remember thinking at the time was, oh, well, they've given Andy the win because like they can promote him as the tough off winner, but they'll still sign the other Luke guy. They didn't sign the other Luke guy. Um, and he just sort of faded into obscurity. Or TNA, as apparently is name. Yeah, I think that Vince just hated that
2: whole thing because he came out and just dicked on him, didn't he, straight away?
1: Basically, yeah, came yeah. out and slapped him and then Stone Cold Stunned him.
2: Yeah. Well, welcome to the company. Who won
1: the the last Tough Enough? I can't even remember who it was.
2: I don't think I watched the last Tough
0: Enough. I didn't watch. I, uh, I didn't watch it it was Sara Lee and... uh oh, Oh, the, the Australian guy with the shorts. Oh, yeah, the, the guy called. who called uh, the Social Outcast the social jobbers. Brilliant. Yeah, he was the guy who uh, won it as well. What's
2: his name? The Alligator Wrestler. No, no, it, weren't him, weren't no, it wasn't him. No, it wasn't him. Um,
0: no. Though pretty much everyone from the series has got a contract apart from Tanner. Like, so he's all the these only names mean nothing yeah. to me. But um, did, did either of you two watch Total Divas? I can never remember. I've seen Total Divas, but I do not watch Total Divas. See, I, I do. And she's annoying as fuck. Who's uh, annoying? Cameron. Okay. The one we were talking oh, right. about. I
2: didn't know if we moved on, right? So
1: Cameron, why should I Yeah, be?
0: she's just very... She's got a high opinion of herself. Did you know that she released a single a few years ago? <laughs> no. Wasn't Here. that on Total Divas? Yeah. They, yep. they showed her recording and everything. And I will read the lyrics to you now. Okay. This shows how talented of a writer she is. Bye-bye, girl-bye, boy-bye, bye-bye, <laughs> bye-bye, bye-bye. Her first verse. You know it's time to go. You know it's time to blow. A few what? things you should know. I'm about my paper, baby.
2: Wait, she just said that if you pay her, she'll give you a blowjob. <laughs> right. She, she, right? Well, uh, Cameron, let me just say you're out of work now, and times are tough. So I've got a fiver. If you, <laughs> so, you know. the
0: second verse is uh, classy and ghetto, when when I hit this dance floor, all you hear is "Give me some more." I know you want to touch me, it's that they look so sprung, sprung. They sound so dumb, dumb. They all think they're go- they're the one. That's when I tell them good. And then it goes back to, bye-bye, girl-bye, boy-bye, goodbye, out of my life. Repeat. Wow. Well, wait, the second verse has the lyric, you know I like sex, but not more than big checks. uh, What? That's good
1: to to know, isn't it? Good piece of advice. Wasn't she the one with the really annoying boyfriend as well?
0: No, her boyfriend was actually, like, at first he was a bit annoying, but then as the show went on, he becomes the lovable one, and you, you feel really bad for him having to deal with her shit continuously. Like I, most of the people on Total Divas, to be honest,
1: I just remember the first series of Boyfriend being an absolute bell end. But I don't know. He
0: he was he was kind of annoying at first, but then he grows on you. It's kind of like uh, Jonathan Eva Marie's uh, husband. At first, he's a bit annoying, but then you wonder how he deals with it all, and you feel bad for him, and he seems quite a good bloke. All right, fair enough. that's that's the whole story. Of Total Divas, Brooklyn Brawler. It's sad, isn't it?
1: Steve Lombardi. Thirty years. His fucking shoot interview. <laughs> Will be it'll, be it'll be genuinely interesting. Like, he can
0: retire on a beach off the paycheck you'll get probably off that. can, has he Have they
2: like fired him, or have, have, is it like a mutual thing where he's gone? Do you know what? I'm like a bit like Zeb Colter, I'm getting, I'm getting on a bit. I just want to uh, go home.
0: Judging by a tweet he sent out, which was something like it made it sound like it wasn't mutual, it it was talking about you know facing problems and having to deal with adversity and all this stuff. Uh, it's kind of like what they did to Mark Yeaton. Like he was with the company for like 20 years or so. The, ring, the timekeeper used to throw Steve Austin his beers. And they just released him. Also, uh, another one I found was Jack Doan, the referee. Yeah, has he gone? Well, he went a while did like he? two years ago. Huh. And his Twitter is one of the most depressing things. At the moment, he's talking about his daughter blocking him. That's, that's the life that uh. awaits long-term employees of WBA.
1: Is this the real-life version of the, yes. the Tim White lunchtimes? <laughs> yeah. My
0: God. So um, I've got a list of all the uh, people Steve Lombardi played in WWE. So you've got, uh, he, he competed under his own name briefly in the early 80s and then occasionally in the 90s. He was Abe Knuckleball Schwartz, the, Bros- the Boston Brawler, the Brooklyn Brawler. He was Donk the Clown after Matt Bourne and before yeah, the guy yeah, took over him. Yeah, uh,
2: Matt
1: Bourne died, remember, remember last week.
0: <laughs> he was Kim Chi. He was called MVP at one point.
1: Yeah, he was. That yeah. was part of the Abe Knuckleball Schwartz thing, I think.
0: Yeah, it yeah. um, got changed to Abe Knuckleball Schwartz, I think, afterwards. Yeah. And then uh, Red Knight, which... oh, it, That was the uh, Survivor Series match with the Hart Foundation versus uh, Shawn Michaels and his, his uh, knights, because right, it was supposed okay. to be Jerry Lawler, but Jerry Lawler was uh, facing charges for something horrible, if you remember that case what at all. What was he
2: facing charges for?
0: Uh, I think it was uh, Sex with Someone in the Rage. Allegedly. Sex Allegedly with Sex is. with Someone oh, okay. I think it was that. Definitely allegedly. A uh, classy bunch of these wrestlers. A few other career highlights for him. Uh, he won a Battle Royal for a WWF Championship match in 1997 at the Madison Square Garden. He went on to face Shawn Michaels in a match where brawler dominated Michaels but was defeated due to interference of D-Generation X. Of course he was. Uh, he later scored a pinfall against Triple H in a handicap match in 2000. I knew that one actually. That was around the time that
1: Triple H was like putting everybody over in order to make himself look amazing. Like when he had that match against Taka Kachinoku and then <laughs> He had some other match against... Maybe it was the Brooklyn Roller one I'm thinking of.
0: One of his last big appearances was uh, teaming with The Miz and Alberto Del Rio to defeat Free mb That was Alberto Del Rio's face turn.
1: Yeah. The first face <laughs> turn that Alberto, Del, Alberto did... Um, was it the first... It might not have his first face turn, but whatever. I remember is that was like a face turn for him. Uh, it might even have led him to... Oh, I don't remember. What, what I do remember is that that was a face to yeah, turn for Undertaker. And the Rio.
0: Brooklyn Waller got the pinfall, got the submission in that match. He submitted Jinder Mahal with the Boston Crab, ironically. And so his main job backstage as well, he coordinated radio promotion with talent, shooting interviews for upcoming home video releases, organizing international advertising spots, and helping finesse p- uh, promos with people on show nights. He was a um, a constant
1: presence on John Cena. John Cena used to have a show in the yeah website which was like John's five things with John Cena or five whatever. questions five questions the with the champ that's right yeah or five questions with John Cena when he wasn't the champion yeah. um and good. he was he was always behind the camera because John Cena used to just always call him out and it used to censor John Cena swearing with the Brooklyn brawler yeah same brawler yeah <laughs> or saying Cena you are censored because there's also a video of John Cena singing Cody Rhodes's theme tune going what you're only Steve Lombardi! Whoa! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is amazing. But yeah, like the Brooklyn Brawler one, that's, that was really shocking when we heard the news about that one because like, he's been with the company so long and he seems to be like in, in with like the Pat Pattersons and people out like in the inner what, circle. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by in with Pat Patterson? <laughs> what do you mean he's in with
1: Pat Patterson? In what way is he in with Pat Patterson? Can you elaborate, it, He's
0: in the inner circle Did with he, Pat, he's Pat he's Patterson. Like he's in the inner circle. Is is like just like Would you call it the inner ring? <laughs> smoking <laughs> cigars.
2: Does he smoke Pat Patterson's
1: cigar? Is that what you're saying? No. no. Is he okay. in? Is he in? Pat Patterson's inner ring.
0: No. Ah. No. Is in, he he in, in Vince McMahon's inner circle? Is in Pat. What the
1: hell is in Vince McMahon's inner ring? <laughs> that wasn't on the sleaze list. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's one of these very odd ones where they these do come around occasionally, where these people who you think are going to be there forever just aren't, and I guess it just shows that no one's job is safe. Speaking of no one's job is safe. Um, Wade Barrett was officially announced as being released. Now, we knew Wade Barrett wasn't going to renew his contract anyway. Um, Preston City Wrestling, straight away on the Twitter. Hey, Wade, I think, I'm sure some people in Preston would really love
0: to see you. <laughs> Literally, not even But like, well, Wade Barrett posts on Twitter as well, saying that he actually requested an early release and it would be granted it. And I actually believe it with all the contract uh, stipulation stuff going on. So he's the like oddity on this list that he actually asked for his release. Well, I guess you could say the p- people who're possibly going to get released soon, they're asking for it too. But um yeah, yeah he's, he's probably did the...
2: smart thing though because yeah. not like he's not been booked very well as he like lately. No. And, like maybe he's thinking I can go somewhere else, rebuild my career while still got a bit of a name for myself. And even if you, even if he don't go back to WWE, he's still got name value where he's kind cuz like if if he if he suddenly say if he was still on the contract and they suddenly started pushing him, I don't think like any of us would be like, why are they pushing Wade Barrett? Well, we would be like that if it were like Zack Ryder, yeah, because he's not at that level. So he probably thinks I oh, will get out while I can. Maybe he's going to pursue other things, or he's going to try and rebuild his wrestling career, and then maybe come back.
0: Yeah, he's apparently got some acting jobs coming up, and he's wanting to broaden his horizons. And everyone sees Batista, don't they, and be like, oh, I can do that. Yeah, I, I want that <laughs> job.
1: <laughs> I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll do a lot of wrestling. I honestly think he might be one of these that really tries to go into acting. I mean, he'll probably he'll do some wrestling because obviously, like I say, God knows how much PCW would be willing to pay him to have a hometown match in Preston. Um, and there'll be other promotions that want to book him for something. So I wouldn't be surprised if he does a few of them. But I think generally he's going to be one who looks to go to acting.
0: He's going to be fighting Michael Bisping for all his acting roles going around.
1: He was a main eventer. Like, not a proper main event, but he was in a fair few main events in, like, 2010, 2011 time. Well, yeah, because of the Nexus, weren't
2: it? Yeah. But, like, they, well, they like they fought that over.
1: Yeah.
2: Like... Summer Slam 2010. Is that the one where um, John Cena eliminated,
1: like, three of them within the space of, like, five minutes? Yeah. That was the one where he got... John Cena got given... Was it the wasteland on the outside? I think On so. the concrete or something? Yeah. yeah. And then went back into the... It's the one where... Edge and Jericho have both talked about it since and said, we told John Cena that this was a stupid move. He said, no, I'm going to do it anyway. And then went back in and went, no, you guys were right. It was a stupid move. It's like, yeah, we told you that. Now it's happened. I bet he was fucking
0: devastated. Not. Wade Barrett's career is just like how many times they've dropped the ball on different things where it seems like he's getting over. There was a lot of injuries, though. He got injured a lot. Like
1: He was supposed to win win a money in the bank and he got injured. Yeah, but Um,
2: some people that have won money in the bank haven't really done much with it, have they? Swagger, Sandow,
1: they're the two main culprits, I think. So we come to the final one on the confirmed list at the time of recording the podcast, although I would not be remotely surprised if a couple more, which we're going to talk about, have been released by the time that the podcast is released. Uh,
0: Damien Sandow. Yeah, he's one who's been in the company for a long time, but has only the last few years actually started making a name for himself. It was teachers' pets weren't was. Yeah, he, he left actually after that. Yeah, he had a brief stint where he left and went to Puerto Rico, wrestled for World Wrestling Council, and then eventually got resigned. And then
1: he went to work for OVW when OVW had left. Yeah. WWE, um, and he went to World Wrestling Council as well. Uh, he was known as Aaron Idle Stevens, I think. Yeah, and then they brought him back, had the Damian Sandow character, which was you know moderately successful, I'd say. Um, had some interesting uh, moments. One Money in the Bank, which I think at that time, he was, because he wasn't the first one to lose. Sorry, I tell a lie. He wasn't the first one not to win the title, but he was the first one to lose. Because okay. the first one not to win the title was John Cena. Okay. But that was a bit of a cop-out. Like It was one of these things where they wanted someone to not win the title, and they thought, well, someone like John Cena is all right to be the first person not to win the title because he's still strong. But they also didn't want to go the whole hog and have him lose. So he had that title match against CM Punk um, on, I think it was one of the Raw like anniversary shows. And he lost by disqualification when the Big Show attacked him. So he wasted his money in the back shot in theory because the week before he came in as if he was going to do a proper cash-in but it's John Cena and he doesn't do that sort of thing so he said, I'm putting you on notice so I'm going to have a match with you next week
2: Yeah, it looks kind of fucking foolish though, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, but
2: When you the- say you do not do that sort of thing do you remember that time when Rey Mysterio won a tournament for WWE Championship and John Cena came out and was like No, I'm champ, uh,
1: shall I have a match now? And then they had a match, and Cena beat him. No, he didn't. He waited till the end of the show, so two full hours is what he waited <laughs> to have that match with Rey Mysterio after he already had a wrestle. And then CM Punk came back, and they went right, bye, Ray. We've used you for what you need you for.
0: Um, it was the run after this where they did the thing where Sandow was impersonating random people because he lost his identity, and it led to him becoming so popular. But he he did my favorite thing in this whole run, was he, for a lumberjack match he came out dressed as a lumberjack, and that to me was just the greatest thing ever. That's your favorite thing in the entire yes. run. Yeah, like it was one of those things where I really hope he dressed as a lumberjack. That would make sense. And he actually came out dressed as a lumberjack, and I was happy. Cool. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I I didn't even finish talking about like original Damien Sandow, but I guess we're done with that now. <laughs> Um, he's just one of these people the weird thing was he's back on TV recently like really recently yeah and
0: still really popular
1: yeah he's insanely popular could you imagine I'm not saying he would have been because like, obviously similar things have happened to Cesaro and it hasn't worked but if he'd won that Andre the Giant Battle Royal a week past sorry um, WrestleMania 31 I think he'd he'd still be he'd certainly be more popular than Zack Ryder who's still got a job yeah I think he is more popular than that Ryder now.
2: Yeah, I think that um, the I don't know the fans. The fans like him for some reason, don't they? Yeah, I, don't, I can't quite work it, work out why.
1: I think he's just basically when he was having the feud with the Miz, or right, he was teaming with the Miz, and the Miz was berating him and stuff. His facials and his sympathetic character really shone through, and so. When it came for the t- time to for him to deck The Miz, and he did, it went down well, but it didn't go the way that it should have gone because I think they had one match maybe on Raw. And yeah. did The Miz win? Probably. One thing I do remember about it was when he went back to being Damien Sandow after he lost the right to be Damien Mizdow, um, him and The Miz had a fight and he sort of knocked him down and then he put his arm up to do that elbow of disdain thing that he used yeah. to do as Damien Sandow but it had been years since anyone had seen him do it, so no one... It was like, you put it up as if it was going to be this massive pop, like, as if, like... Roman is going like, to pull his elbow pad off. To yeah, exactly. Or as if, like, Kane had been banned from doing the choke slam for about two years, and suddenly was going to do the choke slam again, or something like that. <laughs> he chucked his elbow arm off, and everyone's like, yeah, and, and... Yeah, just do it, mate. Do your elbow drop. Bloody hell.
0: I think he'll do quite well, though. He's already—he seems to be the only one out of the sack ones who have already got indie dates booked all over the place. So he'll do all right for the next little while, and then TNA will probably try and sign him. If TNA still exists by then, yeah.
1: He's one I could actually see coming back, though. He's another one of these ones. You know, they have these people like Goldust, for example, who yeah. disappears and reappears depending on when they need him or not. So long as he sort of keeps his nose clean and sort of improves his work, does well. Well, that's it on who we've been confirmed to be released so far, but I think it's safe to say one is definitely going to be released and one might be going to the end of the contract. Now, the person that's definitely going to be released is Adam Rose. Yeah. Why is Adam Rose going to be <laughs> definitely released, Dan?
0: Because of Papa Shango's curse. That's why Adam Rose is getting released. And also, uh, he was just arrested for tampering with a witness and domestic domestic violence. Okay, so domestic violence is pretty easy to know what that what that is. What's tampering with a witness? I'm not hundred percent sure. I'm guessing it's after she called the police, he tried to get to change the story or something oh, okay. like that. But uh, his mugshot is available on all good news sites. And on our Twitter, which you're gonna put it on now. Yes, I, mean, I will do now. that. Yeah, he doesn't look very I good. I think on I already have mugshot. actually. That's all right there, so Yeah, all right. I already have. And At Rumble Pod. Uh, well, I've so seen yeah.
2: Michael Jackson's mugshot and it looks a lot better than that.
0: Oh, it's, you're not supposed to look good on them.
2: No, but like some <laughs> celebrities, they look all right on their mugshots. Why does it look? It, it looks fucking. Right. Because he's
0: just been arrested for hitting his wife. That's why he looks a bit miserable.
2: <laughs> well, don't. He made that choice. Don't fucking hit your wife.
0: Yeah, that's a good call. So yeah, he's probably going to be gone by the time this comes out.
1: The hardest part about that is he had that big statement which you read on <laughs> air the week, talking about how oh people are going to sully my name in front of my kid and wife or whatever. Wait, can he?
2: can he get away with it right
1: oh, here's the case for the defence w- I'm already
2: terrified go on WWE banned me from taking my Adderall right
1: I thought of this earlier
2: so the banned ban from taking my Adderall so I've been off my Adderall but because I've been off my medication which WWE told me I've got to get off or I get banned it made me beat my wife up this is WWE's fault
1: Adam Rose I can be your lawyer <laughs> At Royal Pod or Royal pod at gmail dot com. Adam Rose, if you want Daryl to be your lawyer. Um he's not legally qualified, he's not been admitted to the bar. Oh no. But he's come up with that idea on a podcast that you might want. So yeah. And I, I assume he does listen to this. Well, can he listen in jail though? Probably not. Yeah. Uh, well, get in touch with Yeah,
2: can. we fucked it. They <laughs> called him up too early for my next day, I think. Yeah, that cool entrance and that were about it.
1: Yeah. So they went, Oh, cool entrance, let's bring him up and then funnily enough it didn't work. He also had a guy called The Bunny. Let's not forget The I've bunny. got the action figure of The Bunny. They released the action figure of The Bunny. If anything else, that says more <laughs> about you than it does about the fact that they released an action yeah, figure of The Bunny. Yeah, I think it does. That you were the one who bought it. Good. And Justin Gabriel probably bought one.
2: Yeah, he's not had a figure in a while, so... Look,
1: mates, this is mine! No, it's not Justin. No, I was in this. Wasn't Sami Zayn in it as well for a little while? I'm not 100% sure. I'm pretty certain he was. I'm pretty certain it was for a little while, after Justin Gabriel got released, Sami Zayn was The Bunny. For now, the silverback. Which yeah, least was <laughs> with least I thought silverback was um, Mark Henry. Well, no, I think that's what they called him.
0: were not he like Because that that's where the Ryback name comes from. It's no, like Ryan
1: they were they were referring to Mark Henry as the silverback when he was feuding with Ryback. Anyway, it's Ryback we're talking about. That's oh, yeah. the whole point. Right. Dan's googling it now because no one can be wrong. Skip was Sheffield. Some... They would call Skip Sheffield
2: one bit. Who remembers that? that? Yeah. Yeah. Skip... Yep. 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 His, His nickname
0: yep. was uh, the silverback. It, There's also the corn-fed meathead. Are you also going to search for the fact that they did call Mark oh, I know they call yeah, Mark they definitely well. call Mark Henry. Yeah, definitely That's where the Mark Ryback Henry. thing comes from, right. Silverback and Ryan.
1: Okay. Ryan back, I seem <laughs> to remember we referred to him last week. Yeah, so he's going to get released this week. They've removed all... Well, they might not openly release him. There's every chance, from what I've read, that they might just let his contract run down because it's easier than... Cause Apparently, they can end up with constructive dismissal and all sorts of things if they actively sack him whilst he's in this situation. So, Because his contract's coming up, they might just get rid of him. Um, We touched on it a little bit last week. Massive missed opportunity. I don't think in terms of... He wasn't the most talented wrestler, but in terms of who his character was, people connecting with him, it all came down to they put him in a match that they shouldn't have put him in. They gave it a stupid finish that they shouldn't have given it. And then... They fucked him, even more. Yeah, and then, but then recently they repackaged him, put trunks on him,
2: and they even made mention of him. Oh, he's changed. He's got trunks. Yeah, um, and
1: they—they they really prepped him for that feud with Callisto for the United <laughs> States Championship. <laughs> I like Callisto, but God, that's not the way so to. They build fucked him twice,
2: than. really. Yep. I mean, the big—the first well, time was the, three or four the, times. Yeah, the,
1: the first time was the bigger one, though. God, that the big hell in cell thing. Yeah. Ridiculous. All right, just. Don't put him in the match in the first place.
2: Yeah, just push somebody else into that position if, you've, if you're if you adamant on having CM Punk. <laughs> Although, I do
1: remember, did you ever hear who CM Punk wanted to wrestle that, that pay-per-view instead? I might have heard about it, but who was it? <laughs> he put up Kofi Kingston, <laughs> and they said, no, of course we're not going to put Kofi Kingston in the main event of Hell in a Cell, just because John Cena's injured. Oh, but at least he had his boys back. Yeah. No, I, didn't, I didn't think CM Punk could do that. No, no. No, it's his boys that don't have his back when they're facing a multi-million oh, well, dollar... Oh, I see how it is. Dick. <laughs> um, yeah, have you guys got anything else to say about Ryback? back?
0: Not really. He's not going to be back at all. <laughs> back? Yeah. All I sudden I got his his back. Rye's uh, not yeah. going to be back. They'll just sit him at home and let his contract run out rather than sack him and... Everyone like all the hype will die down. Like any hype that was left will die down and then by the time his contract is actually over.
1: I think he'll be one of these boats I think I said this last week anyway, he'll be one of these boats who turns up in New Japan. Probably. He's not got the sort of work rate sort of thing that a lot of New Japan guys have, but as I mentioned last week, he's got the name value. So yeah, and he's massive.
0: He'll yeah. join the Bullet Club with Adam Page. and Adam Who's Cole. the other guy? Adam I, Cole. I don't even know who Adam well.
2: Page is. That's because it's not a real thing. It's Adam Cole. No, there's a rest no, of them. No. Adam Page has joined Bullet Club. Oh, I don't really? really oh, yeah, God, two of them's joined. Uh, the, two of them?
0: Yeah, Adam Cole joined at the pay-per-view, and then Adam Page joined afterwards. They were both in the kingdom together with Mike Bennett. Don't
1: even know. Yeah. No,
0: don't the miracle God. Mike Bennett. Mike Bennett to
1: shouts Maria. Oh, I know who that is. Oh. Huh it's literally so bad that I thought he would got the name wrong. So that's, that's how insignificant Adam Page is. Well, hopefully no one else gets released between now and the podcast being released. But nonetheless, that's another episode of the Royal Grumble for this week. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, say goodbye, Daryl. Goodbye, Daryl. Say goodbye, Dan. Bye.
0: Ciao for now. Ciao. Okay.
1: <laughs>